Welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. How are you? I'm John Crocker. Of course, I'm here with Jackie Simmons. Special guest with us today, all hail the queen, Shelly Roxanne. Shelly, welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Happy to be here. This is going to be so much fun. I have looked forward to our conversation ever since we met. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. All hail the queen. How the heck did you get the title of queen? Tell us what that story is. Queens are anointed, Jackie. You know, mm -hmm. uh, actually, a national magazine named me the queen of optimism. It's probably been maybe 25, 30 years I started my first company called Optimistic Inc. Then I had a company called Optimistic H2O, Optimistic Leadership Academy for Boys, Optimistic, Optimistic, everything became optimistic. So uh, they said, this is the queen of optimism. Got it. All those years of being optimistic and you're still optimistic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even more so. Even more so. So we're dealing in an age where optimism is a great commodity. It is probably the most valuable thing out there. Yeah. So you're going to have to give us more of your story, Shelley, because I know that you were not always outgoing, outspoken or optimistic. <laughs> well, you know, I, I would say I probably was always optimistic, but not outgoing and outspoken. That, that's for sure. Uh, you know, it. Um, I often tell the story about when I was five years old and it was Easter Sunday at my church and it was uh, Children's Day at the church where that's where the children are given this speech. So I call it my first speaking engagement at five years old. And uh, I was charged with saying three words. I only had three words to say, Jackie. Words were happy Easter day. That's all I had to say. So they put me in front of this crowd, this congregation at the church, and they. it was my turn. They ushered me out to the front and I'm standing there wide-eyed and they say, come on, Shelly Roxanne, you could do it, girl, you could do it. And I stood there and looked out at those expectant faces and I bawled, I cried. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going out there. And I ran over to stage right where my daddy was standing and I grabbed his leg and I hid behind his leg and I said, I'm not coming out. It's safe here. Mm. And for the next 35 years, Jackie, I hid behind my daddy's leg where it was safe. Mm. And I was offered incredible opportunities to do wonderful things, to come out and play full out in a bigger way. And I played it safe behind my daddy's leg. And so it was only until October 2005 that someone called me up and said, we think you'd be great with your own show. And I said, my own show? And I'm thinking, television, my own show. And they said, no, radio. 
<laughs> I said radio, but they can't see me. Waste all this on radio? I can't imagine that. <laughs> and, and they said, yes, you'd be great on radio. And I said, but I don't even listen to radio. Who would listen to me? I'm just a small town girl. Uh, how will I be heard? What can I say to people mm. that would make a difference for them? So I sat at the computer, prepared to type my thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to stay here behind my daddy's leg where it's safe letter, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I set out to write that letter. I turn on the computer and across the screen, it says Rosa Parks, civil rights icon dead at the age of 92. Mm. Well, I sat there frozen at my computer for two hours. I couldn't move because I felt that Rosa, a woman who had changed the world by being defiant, by not giving up, mm -hmm. she was handing the baton to me saying, Shelly, it's your turn. Stop mm -hmm. hiding out. Stop playing small. Go change the world. So I decided to answer the call that time. And I answered the call and then the Shelly Roxanne show Optimistic Radio was born. And then the queen of optimism took her throne. And <laughs> as I say, the rest is history there, but that wasn't really the biggest thing for me that helped me to know who I was because I was thinking that whole time, who am I to, to be out there? Because they already have Oprah, okay? Oprah's already saying it, Oprah's already doing it. They don't need me because they have Oprah. Got it. And so about four months into the show, I was on the air and unbeknownst to me, a man was driving to the Tappan Zee Bridge. Anyone who knows New York knows it's a famous bridge in New York. Mm -hmm. He was driving to the Tappan Zee Bridge to jump off. He was going to commit suicide. Mm. And uh, he gets to the bridge and he's sitting there in his car. He opens the car door and on the radio is the Shelly Roxanne show. And he hears me say, the best is yet to come. It's not what it looks like. Nobody puts baby in a corner. And he, he fell to his knees and wept. And he came to himself, he jumped in the car, turned the car around, head straight to the radio station. And he said to me, you saved my life. I heard you. You talked me off the bridge. And it was that day that I realized he wasn't listening to Oprah Winfrey. Mm -hmm. He was listening to Shelly Roxanne. Mm -hmm. And little does he know that day, two lives were saved. His yeah and mine because I realized I had something to say. And since then I've been committed to letting my voice be heard 
because you never know the life you save just may be your own. <laughs> That's wonderfully put. You're absolutely right. You never know. You the never life know. you save may be your own. You never absolutely. Know. Well, we're going to have more than one conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you're on the world according to Jackie Simmons. That's the show you're on. Yes. I also host a show called the Suicide Prevention Show. Yeah. And so we're going to have you on that show on the next season of that, because that's a very compelling story that more people need to hear. And so I want you multiple audiences, but let's stick with this world according to Shelly Roxanne here. Okay. Right. So in the world according to Shelly Roxanne, optimism yeah. rules. Yes, it does. What is the biggest challenge people have with being optimistic? I mean, how, I don't know how many thousands of people you have helped with this one concept, how yeah. you got, how you got uh, anointed, how you got, you know, crowned the yeah. queen of optimism. Yeah. What's the struggle? What's the problem here? What's the biggest challenge with optimism? You know, the biggest challenge is that people focus on what is. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are looking at the what is. That's really the the biggest challenge. See, most people think, okay, well, optimism is, you know, and they equate it with the glass half empty, half full, right? Okay. So it is all about a perspective, but it is based upon your life experiences how you see the world. I tell people, you know, being optimistic is not something that's situational. It's a lifestyle choice. I okay. literally raise my children optimistic. I raise, I, my marriage governs optimistic, my career, everything from that lens. All and right. The challenge for people is that they're looking at what is and not what can be. So optimism is forward facing. Yes, it's 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 forward facing, but it is it's really perspective because the if you're looking at a situation, you know, uh my my mentor, Dr. Wayne Dyer, always said, when you change the way you look at things, mm -hmm. the things you look at change. Okay. So the issue is not them. I'm getting it because the issue is not that they're looking at reality. It's that they're looking at reality through the lens of what's wrong, as opposed to what could be right about this. Correct. Got it. Okay. So now that I've got the biggest challenge, the biggest challenge is that we're in the wrong glasses. <laughs> let's, let's give them a new pair of glasses here. Let's give them a lens of okay. perspective, according to Shelley. Okay. So what are, let, let's try this. Um, Shelley, I know my peeps and they love steps. They love lists. Yeah. So let's give them the checklist. Let's say, you know, if you want to be more optimistic, what's step one? Okay. Step one is to what I call examine your own BS. <laughs> I know what that means because we have the same definition. And BS means belief system. Mm-hmm. Examine your own belief system, because that is really the filter upon which we see the entire world. Yep. Okay. You and I, Jackie, could be looking at the exact same scenario and seeing it differently 
based upon our life experiences, based upon our own belief system. Okay, so I know that if I'm in the picture, it's hard for me to see the frame. What's one thing somebody can do that's going to help them figure out what their lens is, what their BS is, what's the belief system they see in the world? What's something they can do that's going to help them actually be able to see the frame? Because it's easy to see it for other people, but not so easy to see it for myself. Right. And you do just the way you would do anything else. Step back from it. Got it. Step back from it. Okay. Because many times we are too close. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't care whether you have 20-20 vision, perfect vision or not. Sometimes you're too close to something. Mm -hmm. Step back to get a broader view of that thing. All right. So we're going to give them a chance to take a cosmic view to step up, get a bigger picture of what's going on. Awesome. All right. So step one, figure out what the lens is that you're seeing the world through. And you do that by stepping back, getting a bigger perspective. All right. Now that I've got a perspective, what's step two? Well, step two is to ask yourself, why you ordered the situation. Ah, there you go. Okay. All right. So so tell us a little more about the why. Okay, because this is this gets this gets kind of deep for people because again it goes back to your belief system. If you believe that you're the creator of everything and there are no victims, only volunteers. Oh boy, now you're talking some BS here. Okay. okay, because most people's belief systems are not that. And and Correct. so. Correct. All right. So we're looking at shifting perspective and shifting into a place where being just willing, willing to believe that it's possible that I'm the creator of everything. Yeah. I'm going to give them the baby step. Okay. Because yeah. that could that could have looked like a leap from the lion's mouth. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the baby step is just what if you became willing to believe? that it was possible that you ordered whatever your current situation is, that you were the creator of that. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that, that is, and you're right. I mean, that is a leap for people because it goes back to the BS that you have to at least be willing to believe. Yeah. Uh, You know, I may have gone to the Amazon of the universe and ordered this situation (laughs) because again, if you believe that all things work for your good, are for your good. Mm. Everything that happens to us is actually happening for us. All right. So we're going to get pushback, I know, on this, but we're just going to take this leap from the lion's mouth and we're going to leap right into this world where whatever is happening is happening for your benefit. And now you got to figure out how the heck is this for my benefit? Yeah. Well, that's the job. That's the job. Listen, you know, I say to be optimistic is a superpower. So if this were easy, everybody would do it. I am not by any means suggesting that. I'm saying if you want to live a life that you've only imagined, this is what I'm suggesting that you consider. So, so it, it, you know, to then say, why did I order this? Okay, it's like receiving a package, a a gift, and you are unwrapping this. It said, hmm, okay, this came to me. It's got my name on it, my address. 
Why did I order this? Because All right. it's for our growth. So you have to spend some time really unwrapping that gift. All right. So I'm from radio and so are you. So we're just going to put this into radio terms. Okay. Open the gift of whatever is in your life from the radio station of WIFM. What's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> What's exactly. in this for me? Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. And that's the, that's where there is no, I know people like steps, but that's where you have to get into. I call the, the mental gym. Okay. You have to get in the CrossFit and work this thing out. And so you are working this out. You are really examining this. You're putting it under a microscope. What's in here for me? Many times I've had, you know, clients that I've worked with who mm -hmm. called me up and said, Shelly, I lost my job. And I said, well, congratulations. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, wow. You know, you ordered this, obviously, but congratulations on this gift because you've always wanted to start that business. You've always wanted to, you know, be your own boss. You've always wanted to do that. And many times we are forced into situations we should have found for ourselves. Oh, you did not just should on somebody on my show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shelly Roxanne. Yes, ma'am. That is just, yo, you did not shoot on something. Yes. Oops, oops. <laughs> All right, we are in a should-free zone. We're going to reframe that for everybody. Okay. Okay, so, so it's one of the things that if they had the lens that you have, they yeah. could have seen it for themselves. But because of the lens they started with, yeah, it wasn't visible. Now that we're giving them the world according to Shelly Roxanne, and we're giving this new lens. The journey is start at the beginning with where you are. Look at what's in your life. Get a bigger perspective on it. That's step one. Look at your life. Step two, get a bigger perspective. Step three is go, what's in it for me? Yeah. Ex be willing. And I'm not going to tell people they have to be willing to accept the fact that they ordered this. Because I think that the step in there is like, just become willing to think that maybe you co-created this for your own benefit. And now the job is to dig into it. So now the step five is dig into it with the absolute certainty, or at least the possibility, that there's something here for you. Yeah. That whatever's going into your life right now. I mean, we're in this time where people are going, the world as we know it is no longer in existence and everything feels like it's changing. So yes. if everything's changing, let it change everything in your life. This is your moment to shift your belief system, to shift the lens you see the world. And right. that's why, Shelly, I said, I can't wait to interview you because you're going to help them with reshaping this lens. Yes. Okay. And that, so, is, that is the thing, you know, uh, it's certainly cliche to say that, you know, it's not uh, what happens to us. It's, you know, how we react to it. But mm -hmm. that is the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. So what's happening oh, yeah. in the world right now, you know, uh, would be for many people, chaotic, turbulent, scary. And yet mm -hmm. there are people 
who are thriving, who are having their the, the best time of their lives in the exact same scenario. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask ourselves, why is that? And it why is only, the only difference is the perspective of those people. There we go. All right. So we're going to give you all a perspective. Um, we got to figure this out. All right. So you, we're, we're taking them to the mental gym. We're going to give them a perspective pump up. There yeah. we go. We're going to give them a perspective punching bag. Ooh, yeah. I like that better. Okay. All right. So now that we've got this punching bag going on, guys. But okay. <laughs> what'd you say? I said, that's a little violent, but okay. <laughs> the punching bag. I don't it's, know. About well, that, but. All I know for sure is that when you're trying to shift a belief system, if yes. you can shift your body, that's going to help. So that is true. That is and, true. And, and nobody gets hurt when you're doing a punching bag. And if that's too violent for you, we'll just take a pillow. Okay. 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 But I, I want to encourage people if you're if you're stuck and struggling with shift around perspective, shift your body and and get some of this energy moving so that it just makes it a little easy to become a little more willing. But you've done something most people don't do, and you wrote a huge best-selling book yes. on this topic. Yes. But the word optimism isn't in the title. No, it's so not. how did that title come up? Oh, by the way, the book is called The Frustrated Believer. Yes. So how did that title come up? Well, you know, it's interesting. In the process of writing this book, it has many titles. <laughs> you know, oh, the tale of many titles. The tale of many titles. And uh, I was really you know, struggling, what, uh, what will this be called? What will it be called? And there were many different optimistic was in there and all kinds of things. And I just said, uh, no. And someone said to me, Shelly, who's the book for? Mm. Who is the book for? Mm. The book was for, it was intended to be a love letter to my three sons. And especially my youngest son, who was heading off to college and he was having a very difficult senior year. And I wanted to give him some tools, some things that as he headed off to school and as Aww. the middle son was that I wanted to give him some a reference to say, OK, mommy's not going to be with you every day, but I could give you some tools. And okay. so because some situations you need a hammer for, some you need a Phillips head screwdriver, some you need a wrench. So I said, let me give him some tools. So I said, what would I call him if I weren't going to put his name in it? And I said, he's a frustrated believer. Mm. He believed. He believed in in his own gifts and talents. He was, you know... Uh, on the football team and he wasn't getting the play time and, you know, people were getting pushed up before him and all kinds of things. And he was very nervous about whether he would uh, be able to play uh, football at the college level and all of that. He believed though, mm -hmm. but he was frustrated. God. So that's how the frustrated believer, the title came to be. And the subtitle 
which to me is probably even more important is what to do when you don't know what to do. <laughs> you really did write the instruction manual for yes. a college for, for somebody who's making a life change. Absolutely. And, and that your, your son was going from high school to college, which is a big yes. life change. Yes. But what to do when you don't know what to do? Oh my God, what yeah. a life, it's just a, a life change toolkit. Yeah, and it's it has been, oh. you know, I went on a, a tour uh, across the country with the book and I met people who told me how the book saved their life. Mm. I met this woman who was probably 82 years old and she ran into the bookstore where I was doing a talk about the book and she busted into the talk. There's a bunch of people there and she just ran over and hugged me. And she <laughs> said that her son had passed from a drug overdose mm -hmm. and that this book was the thing she did not know what to do. And she read this and it gave her so much comfort. She said it was like an actual bear hug. And so she wanted to get the real hug. So she <laughs> ran in there and hugged me. And I tell you what, and this was in California. I live on the East Coast. This was the West Coast. And I said, you know what? If it was not for anyone else, it was for that one woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I encourage people that if you have something in you, you have something to say, you are saving lives. We need your voice out there. We do need your voice. Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Helping people find their voice. This is when you don't know what to do, sometimes the greatest thing you can do is speak up. Because yeah. you're probably not the only one who doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And yeah. so that encouragement, Shelly, to encourage people to take a different look, take a look at your life through the lens of optimism, take a yes. look at it from the point of view of everything here is a gift for me, even if I'm not sure exactly how to use it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Just just make that one shift and then speak up. If you don't know what to do, it's okay. Go ahead and say, I don't know what to do. You'll find that maybe there are other people who are going to resonate with your message. And even if it's just a virtual cup of coffee with someone, yes. you really don't know how many lives you're going to save. You really don't. And yeah. if you're feeling something, even to just reach out, to someone else and to say, listen, uh, encourage them. Okay. Encourage someone else because when you spread that, that, uh, fragrance, some gets on you, you know, when you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. There so, we go. You know, so get out of your own way and reach out to someone else because you're never, ever, ever the only one going through something. That's true. We don't go through this life alone. Not and at all. Most of us are more alike than different. Exactly. 
Yeah. And that is proving the, we are getting proven that more than ever right now. This is true. It's the first time in history, biblical stories of floods aside, it's yeah. the first time in recorded human history that we are having a common global experience. Yes. And so while we're going through this, it's a great time to go, wait a minute, hold it. Now, are you just telling me that there is a gift in this period of time for me? You don't know what I've been going through. And the answer is you're right. For everybody listening, you're right. We do not know what your boat looks like. Yeah. We are not all in the same boat. We don't know what your boat looks like. Thank you to my daughter, Stephanie, for coming up with this analogy. We're yeah. not all in the same boat, but darling, we are all in the same storm. Yeah. And because we're all in the same storm in our individual boats, the only thing that you can do is start being grateful for the boat. Yes. Being grateful for the company. And knowing that this storm is for your benefit, whatever that storm looks like for you. That it's all for your benefit. Well, yeah. that that goes back to the BS. It you know, does. You have to believe that though, Jackie, you know? And that's why I say to people, your BS is just like the OS, the operating system on a phone. And mm -hmm. all the time, I don't know, I'm an Apple girl. I don't wanna, you know, offend any of the other PC <laughs> people. But with Apple's, they are constantly doing system upgrades. Got to make, upgrade the operating systems. To make it work better, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same way sometimes with our BS. Maybe there are some things within there that need a system upgrade. You know, I'm thinking that's a great, great analogy. So to help people get a system upgrade, because... One of the things I know about belief systems is people think that once you have a belief that it's permanent and I'm going, oh, I'm on your side, Shelly. I think that you just need a BS upgrade. If you are not feeling optimistic in this world, when this is a time of amazing opportunity, if yeah. you're not feeling optimistic, let's just get you an operating system upgrade. Let's upgrade your BS. Okay. Awesome. We're going to get you a belief statement. And we're going to get them to write a new belief statement because we're going to give them a gift, Shelly. Yeah. All right. So here's how you get your gift. Mm -hmm. Gift, by the way, is the first three chapters of yeah. Shelly's book. And you don't have to go put down a credit card anywhere to get this. That's a gift. A gift. It's a gift. Okay. It's a bit.ly link. So if you're listening to this and you don't have anything to write on, don't worry, we're going to put it in the comments. So bit.ly is a bit dot L-Y. Yes. That's how bit.ly's all start. You put a forward slash and then it's three words. Her, H-E-R, because Shelly is a woman. Her, <laughs> book, B-O-O-K, free, F-R-E-E. -E. Yes. So it's just bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash her book free and we'll put it in the chat so don't worry about it if you you don't get to see it right now you don't have anything to write on but i wanted to let everybody know that they were going to get that and i meant to tell them that at the beginning but you know we hadn't talked about the book they wouldn't have known what a good deal it was <laughs> i love the story i love the tale of many titles 
And that's really the journey that we are all on. We are writing the story of our life and the title we thought we were writing to might not be the title that we're writing to now. Exactly. And it is all for our benefit. So Shelly, if you had run into me 25 years ago, when my daughter first tried to take her own life, I would have argued like crazy. Now that we have taken and turned what was my personal tragedy, her story of mental and emotional pain. And we have turned that into a not-for-profit and we are out to make suicide a thing of the past. I can tell you that it was living through that experience that makes me even willing to go into this world. And I went into it kicking and screaming. But so I'm a firm believer that when you upgrade your belief system, when you start going, how does this serve me so that I can serve the world? When you start changing that lens, the world matches and all of a sudden it becomes a gift rather than a gripe or rather than something to hide. And so Just be willing. That's all we're asking. This is all about be willing. Be willing to believe that maybe this is for your benefit. And then read Shelly's book and get some tools. That's it. You need the tools. You need the tools. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot build a house without tools. My goodness, trying to put a nail into the wall without a hammer. Not a good plan. So let's get you some tools, people. And that's what Shelly's brought to you. So. Shelly, I thank you so much for coming and sharing your story with us. You, my love. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah, so we have been in the world according to Shelly Roxanne, and you've been listening to the world according to Jackie Simmons. So this is where worlds collide and ideas get born. If you need a new perspective, get Shelly's book. Again, it's a bit.ly link, B-I-T dot O-Y slash her book free. And that is a wrap. So thank you for being here, Miss Shelly Roxanne. We'll be talking with you again on the summits. And in the meantime, everyone, go make it your world. Make it a great day. The choice is yours.